before it was broken up. Right now, she, she, he's saying stuff like, I am Chihuahua. And she's like, come on, Shaft. <laughs> You're a terrible actor, Shaft. Again, like you said before, it defeats the whole espionage thing because everyone knew right off the bat. That's right. Throughout this whole film, there's almost no mystery. Every, everything is above board and revealed. You're still interested. You're still watching the whole thing. There's right. action. There's fights. There's stuff. Well, you got human lives at stake. You got everyone on this ship, who's, you know, and you want to make sure that yeah. he takes them down so they can free these guys. So Captain Steubing has given them a very good... Yeah, see, she's got a great cabin, and the other guys are sleeping. Also, you know, like, you talk about Shaft not having any morals. Those guys are down in the dingy part of the boat, and now they're exercising. And he's like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to go have sex. Actually, I mean, I'm I'm with you on that statement. But actually, he's like, you're not turning me on, baby. I got too much on my mind. Yeah, no, that's great. But they do have sex, right? Yeah, in the end, of course, because that's why you go to the movies in '73, and it's Shaft. Right, he's it's gonna have, so he knows that like he's having sex while these other people are down in the in the bottom of the boat. And she will say to him, "You're the first man who ever made love to me properly." Huh? Right, new. It's you should news. listen now. He's asking how inches. big is your penis. Boss, that son of a bitch. You can usually tell by the size of a man's nose or the length and thickness of his thumbs. Keep listening. All right. I always look for a man with prominent nose and long, thick thumbs. Baby, you're not turning me on. I got too many things on my mind. Too many things on my mind. Shaft. Oh. He's, I, we might have missed it, but he's like, Amen. it's so cold in here, my, it shrunk to eight inches. Uh, 20 inches, we did miss it. You know, That's what he says, though. Yeah. The man who pays my kids. Yeah, she's just another, yeah, another woman just hanging out to, uh, naked. A lot of the full from- You know, in the same way that there's CGI and everything's above board today, if you're going to be naked in a movie today, you've got to be the... Playboy bunny, you know. Well, you know, they're showing like the full, everyone, including Shafts, has been completely naked, but the way the camera yeah. is and the angles is, we don't see their like privates. For That's a private right. eye, there's no eyeing privates in this movie. <laughs> you know, like it's just, but you see the butt and you see their tits. and You see like, your butt, you see your boobs, full backle nudity. Yeah, the full backle nudity for him too. No hidden gun. Look yeah, so he's the, like um, still denying her. He found the tape recorder. But what network? What network? Uh, American. He uh, wants, yeah. She says that she will reveal the guy's name and everything where he lives if he'll do it with her. And will that turn him on? Or he's like, well, job, Tell job. me first, and I'll decide. Tell maybe, me first, and then I'll Maybe decide. the network was American booty, uh, National, NBC, National Booty Call. NBC. You know, hang a sec, Carl. Keep talking, right? Okay, right now, it's like Mike said. She's sitting, and we should be able to see, but her knee is concealing. It's well-directed in that way. Now, Richard Roundtree, uh, he was a model in 63. Something called the Ebony Fashion Fair, and he had success there. I don't know. He was good. So he started doing commercials, Johnson products. 
Duke hair grease, which is a very black product. Salem cigarettes, which was very, um, was predominantly smoked by black people, and those were the ads. He joined a Negro ensemble company. In 67, you could say Negro. Uh, they did in their title of their company, and he did, they did The Great White Hope, and he was the star of it. So that's, he took off. Oh, very cool. I'm, I'm back. We have a live show happening. He was in Earthquake in 74 with the same director. Oh. This director was reputed, reputed for just freaking out on people, blowing up at the cast, really? blowing up at the actors. The, yeah, the, really this director of right now, Africa? Yeah, the director of King Kong with Jeff Bridges, the director of wow. Towering Inferno and... Those are like all big, high tense, high tense, full, stressful jobs, right? I mean, it's not like romance in Central Park movies. Well, it's probably that, you know, yeah, he always did action movies. The reason his career declined might be because he kept freaking out on the wrong people. I mean, people got to be stars. Oh, she had the same sort of accident. Maybe I'm wrong about the, maybe that's part of the human anatomy that cracks. I can never see my. Okay, he found the tape recorder and stopped it. But look, she hit another. She had another one on there. It's kinky. Here's our trader. He's got a key because there's no. There's no magnetic card in '73. Right. Yeah. This is back when the boats had no magnetic card strips. The keys would hang on a hook, and you'd be given it for the room. If you, I've never been on a cruise ship, but they would give you like a card to get into a room. Boom! He shot him right before you yeah. even had a chance. See that spot? Yeah, that little one. Good point. Now, I once point again, it. they're way casual about it, and there's a dead guy and a murder. And, and all right, so this is what I'm talking about. Him. So all his companions are on, underneath the boat right now, trying to sleep in the in the galley, as it were, and he's there just and sleeping in bed. Yeah. And at one point, like, while she's asleep after sex, he's like, I'm going to go and free these guys, or... Right. Now, when he was in the hold earlier, he was, like, uh, helping a guy with his wound. Yeah. And, and then another man gave him a drink because he had done that, so... But you're right. Wow, she's gorgeous. Yeah, so what they're going to do now is they're going to go together and get on a boat for some reason and get away from the ship. I don't know why. All right. But a bad guy sees them, one of the workers on the ship, and he throws a knife at Shaft. I guess because he's stealing the boat, I guess. Here he is. Yeah, they all have weapons on him. Oh, time to use my weapon. I'll throw it at him. You know what? He was uh, knife supposed to be pretty cheap because I would not. Th- I'd be stingy. I would not throw my knife uh, in a boat because I'll probably right. go straight Wait into the it. water. Okay, am I behind you? He, did he just pull the knife out? Yeah, he just pulled the knife out. Well, he's he's, oh, a pro- okay. no, he's, he's walking up there. He's sneaking up there. I'll I'll okay. tell you the time. Now she goes, look out, shaft. So he shoots them after he throws the knife. But guess where the knife went? Uh, it is 1.25 and 15 seconds. Okay, I'm fine. Oh, she's dead. Yes, and once again, she got hit by a knife, and so poof, she's dead. Like yeah, how cold. 
Uh, you know, we should also add to a list of uh, things that piss me off is that if you want to make someone unconscious, you just knock them on the head. And then right. they, they wake up, bonk them in the head, and they'll come to you in a room covered in sand. I always wanted to do a comedy movie in which it's an action hero, and he goes to do all that stuff, and it just, it's not working out, because it's, you know, it's got a real life. Ow! Yeah. Damn it! I will love to do something like that, like where it's choking like... him, right? And it doesn't take a minute. I should uh, mention, <laughs> Anthony, help yourself to those muffins. I made muffins for the bake sale, and it never happened. Yeah, they're blueberry ginger mu- uh, muffins. Who are you talking to? Okay. There's really muffins? What's that? Can you mail I saw two me a people muffin? came in and they left. Yeah. You know, tell me, do me a favor, just close those windows and I'll just do the windows in the studio. Yeah. All right. Let's run full length. Yeah, this is a live show. We want to make sure that we seamlessly <laughs> flow into the next show. The next show is live, so if you're listening, I got it. Uh, if you're listening, okay, so we're uh, back uh, yeah. In- we're back in the room, you know, the war, uh, you know, his, where all the magic happens, and he's learning everything's fucked up. Uh, Crew member's dead, the girl's gone, we don't know where. Which we run a but, respectable business, you're ruining it. You make us come off but like But everyone's, yeah. they got to Paris and everyone's on the bus heading to their home, their new home in Paris. So is he like, uh, Captain's Captain like, you, this is going to cost you extra? Yes. Yeah, you totally know movies. Yes. All He's right. like, this is going to cost you extra, or you get yourself a new captain. This guy is Glenn Edwards. He was in one of the Bond films. Let me just look it up. Yeah, he's pretty good. He looks like he's doing a good job acting. All right, let's listen to him. He just hung up. Oh, he just did it. This is going to cost you more. He's now learned that the girl is missing, and he must know. Yeah. Later on, when he confronts Shaft, there is going to be a moment of commiseration, which they're not friends or anything, but he's like, they both are lamenting that the girl died. It's kind of weird, because you're supposed to hate him, and there's a dynamic of you know, this is what emotion, and they both are touching on it together. It's, she must give really good head. Because <laughs> that's what their connection is, right? Like, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the look they give each other. Like, she was a good fun. Shakespeare lay. wrote sonnets about it. Yeah, right. Don't blow this job. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, changed my mind on that. It's who's in the trunk, people? Great, yes, welcome. They're now arriving without oh. a truck fire. Uh, at their new head, their new quarters. Oh, this is where they, they get them. So they're in Paris. Rent must be cheap in Paris. Not for these guys. Well, wow, how many people oh, uh, were no, in that? They're not all getting apartments. They're all going to be in like bunks and. Oh, so it's like oh, I got you. So when they shot the scene, did they really put thirty people in that truck? I mean, production's notes didn't speak to that, but you saw it. It yeah, really looked like it really looked like. I think this director plays rough when it comes to, to uh, stunts and sex scenes. They you probably know. got in there because it was like, come on, come on, damn it, get in the truck. Get in the truck. All right, let's do another take. I had B-roll. Yeah. Yeah, but this is, we only had the one truck. We had to get it from different angles, people leaving. 
Okay, so this guy shows up and he goes, Hello, I am here. I am your, the greatest guy for you guys. I will teach you everything. Let's listen to his okay, sure. spiel. Come on, listen to Pearl. Me, Perrault, your friend. Me tell you what to do, where to go, where to work. Shaft is the front row seat. I pick up yeah. money. Your money. Save your time. Pay back cost of your journey. Thanks, man. This room. Sounds great. Food. Richard Roundtree with Theodore Rath. Well, your favorite. Everything. Yeah, no, I mean, I've seen him around. I, I feel oh. bad I said from dust to dawn, but he, uh, he's a great character actor that uh, pops up in the oddest things sometimes. But he, he has a different approach each time he performs, you know, like uh, someone like John well, Shaft. Later in his career, I think he was just working to work. I mean, he was in Corky Romano. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he had a softer comedic presence. Like, he knows how yeah. to play the, the scene. He knows how to play Corky Romano. He knows how to play John You're Shaft. Right. So that's one of the reasons yeah, like why I like him. The, um, he was the uh, commentator in uh, Speed Racer. Oh, that's crazy. And, I did not know that. That, that two-hour movie, Speed Racer? Right. And he was a former racer who Speed Racer looked up to, and huh. he had become a commentator. Now, at the time I was watching that movie, I didn't know he was Shaft. It's so funny. Like, I've, you know, we grew up watching Speed Racer, and Speed Racer is a 22 minute cartoon or 18 minute cartoon. Yeah. And then the movie is like two hours and like 13 minutes. It's like. And it was so cool, that racetrack and the crowd. It was, it was like eating cotton candy in like a, in a neon sign factory. It just was so much. <laughs> it was a little too much, you know, for two but and a half. The car was so bad, I was mocking it. Yeah. Get That's, it? Yeah. No, no, tell me that joke five more, four more times so you'll be Mach yeah, 5. Yeah, right, Mach 5. Look at that. So he's saying, you've had a long journey, you deserve some rest, I'll be back in three hours to pick you up. He used his thumb into the European style of doing three. So he puts a bunch of francs on the table and he goes, you guys split it up. Oh, so he is really ripping this guy, them off. See, they're all, give me the francs. Now, some guys are going to come looking for Shaft, but you see, he's already ducking out. Yeah, he's he's not waiting in line for the Franks. He's out of there. He's going upstairs. Well, he's learned, like, who's the ringleader, and, like, he's kind of, he doesn't need to be undercover anymore. Well, it doesn't matter, because they, it was never undercover to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, but in the setup, you, you see the tiles are real loose. They could just, they're not really... That's Richard Roundtree. Doing this. Yeah, he's escaping. But he's climbing up a roof and they're shooting it. Yeah, for no reason he's escaping because he doesn't know those. Uh, I think he might have looked out the window and saw the guys. I'm right. not sure. Oh. So they're saying, no, he's not here. He's in the next. He's, his room is the next room over. And so they start roughhousing a guy who's, who, you know, where's. They don't say Shaft. Right. Where's Alias? Where's Shaft's alias name? It's like Chowee or something like that. Is this a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, he's just using the phone, and they left the uh, door. As soon as he got to Paris, he was to call this number. He was... Oh, right. He got that when he got his stick and his that camera. Map. All right, so where's Shaft? In that room. Right, he's in the next... Oil. Your name, Oil? Whoa, punch in the gut. 
And this guy is a good Samaritan. Look at this. Good Samaritan gets pistol whip. Yeah. He was helping out his friend. And, Another and punch in the ear. Piss, oh, pistol whips that guy? These are like really nasty stunts, man. He boxed the guy in the ear when he was unconscious, and that guy fell on the ground. He's punching now, him with the gun. Really fucked up happened. Oh, start a fire. Yeah. And guess what's gonna happen? The cathedral's gonna burn down. No, what? <laughs> Michael. What? <laughs> I'm oh, offended. Too, too soon. Too soon, yeah. Notre Dame, the greatest thing ever. It's all half burnt. Oh, yeah. No, I know that was I want bad. my hunchback. Yeah. yeah. Your hunchback. That's good. Yeah, he would only, he would only, oh, it's not humpback. I was going to do like he would only ring the bells on Wednesday, but. Because it was a hump day. It's not a hunch day. Every day forever was hey. hunch day. In elementary school, they called him camel. Wow, this fire is like real. The, the, the staircase is way on fire. Right, and everybody dies. And it kind of doesn't advance the. Well, here's a stuntman on fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, real. And he he's, he's been running. Down those stairs and they Look at that! And then they drop like uh, burning uh, logs after after he leaves. This must be one okay, take. So Jack called his contact name and they brought him into the police and we're about to meet a character. The whole point of this character is to be wrong about everything. Oh, there's the girl. Inspector Cousy. John Shaft. Cornhole, that's where they did it. Now, his name is Perot, uh, not Perot, it's Pierrot. It sounds like that, Perot. His name's Jack Harriman. He was in National Lampion's European Vacation as the hotel desk clerk. Oh, wow. No, that's great. Yeah. The whole point of this guy is to be wrong. Can I get a redo on that joke when they had sex in the corn hut? Wouldn't they be having sex in the cornhole? In the cornhole. When you said you wanted to have sex in the cornhole, this is not what I was thinking. Yeah, when you said you wanted to ride my ass, I didn't mean the, the, you'd be the, in the cornhole. Okay, good. All right, I'm glad I got that joke. All right, out. yeah, let's yeah, let's move on because that's open mic material. We'll I mean, it's just not developed. Sure <laughs> I'll find him. So there's our Greek actor, and there's our. I'm grateful, Monsieur, but from the daughter, and we guess why she's there is to. They're working together. And he's saying, thank you for your help, Chef. You can go now. We'll take care of it. And he goes, no, this is personal. I'm going after this guy. And uh, hello, Griswolds. Yeah, hi, we're the Griswolds, and we have a uh, room. I see mm-hmm. Americans. Mm. Not that one. Not that one. All right. There were two hotel scenes in that movie. The one you just described was with a younger man. He was a famous English comedian. And... The, the whole point of that scene was he was gross and it was bad accommodations when they told it was going to be four star. Gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Well, I, it's been a while since. When I read his credit, he was in National Loon's European Vacation. I quickly did like hotel scene and I got two entries and he was in the second one. Oh, very cool. Now, Shaft comes back and look, you, they're holding the crowd back, but not Shaft. He gets to come right in. Yeah, well, VIP. Now we're getting finally morality in this film. Like Shaft is finally saying, I guess this is fucked up. Hang on. 
You know, Samuel L. Jackson was the same way in that movie. He was all business. It wasn't about... Right. Well, that was the beauty of the first movie, too, is that he, as a private investigator, he is all business. You know, he, he has but, to... But, but he softens every movie. Okay, now he's going to give the guy a speech. What like, is the law doing the about the shitheads who charge 100 francs a month to stay in a crap house like this? Why don't you really clamp down on the slave trade? I'll tell you why. Because the black ghettos of Paris is as far away from the Champs-Élysées as 125th Street is from Park Avenue. You need a bunch That's of good. poor bastards to work with your roads in your goddamn kitchens. So don't lay any of that law will punish him shit on me. So oh, I love Schaffman. Everything is direct. You know, it's, it doesn't mince words. All right, he's done. He's, he said his say to the, the captain. Last time I okay, said so here is that mean, exploitative guy. He's like, see, I told you I'd be back. Oh, yeah. Attack. Where do you take the money you collect? Oh, right, yeah, you burned down the hotel. Now he's going to learn the address itself. So he's getting closer and closer to the villain. Exactly right. And he's going to end up in that room where we always saw the guy with the map of Africa. That oh. means he succeeds. So that's the first five minutes of this movie. It's going to show up in the last half hour. That's right. All right. They're going to read the thing that the brother etched, and that's going to lead them to the the dungeon. All right, cool. And the backstory of that dungeon is it was a, a Vichy Gestapo prison. Just to make it like the most horrible thing ever so he just walked in the front door no lock and he has a gun where did he get the gun it, he stole the Luger from the guy he killed when he signed up oh cause yeah cause he he wasn't allowed a piece iron so he kept it in his crotch and nobody thought anything of it they said oh everybody in this movie carries weapons it's not a big deal now why is the place torn up I don't know so I was looking for a piece of paper, see? So I brought down... Oh, here comes somebody. Now he will take this guy's gun and use it throughout the rest of the film, too. Pew, pew, pew. One shot. In true movie style, he rolled over the... Yeah, right. So it's a combination of two things we've seen in this movie. It's a bloodless shot with one little pinhole and the director's sadistic uh, zeal of having aggressive stuns occur. Like, yeah. he didn't have and to fall over. the guy was over. immediately dead. And then he fell over a, a, a staircase. Now he's found. I mean, Shaft is winning. He's in the room. See, oh, it's only you, baby. Damn close, baby. Oh, she doesn't die tragically by uh, 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 errant knife. I'm happy to inform you, ruin this movie for you. She does not die tragically. Okay. And she doesn't end up with Shaft. Oh, good. And she skips that appointment on, in February. It all works out. <laughs> now, for some reason, they think he knows where Shaft is or something. So we're back to our dungeon from the beginning right. of the film. Yeah. This is a tunnel. 
And yeah, and there's not light at the end of the tunnel. It's all lit. Well, it's weird because when they were running out of it, that wasn't the end of the tunnel. That was the start of the tunnel. From, oh, I didn't run. Now, somehow, the survivors of the fire, fire end up here locked up. It, it doesn't... How did they get there? I, I, God, that's so crazy. So that fire killed a lot of people, but the remainders are, are now in prison in this dungeon. Right, and look how many remainders there are. That's I mean, there's only 30 everybody. people on that truck. Everyone survived the hotel fire only to wind up in a dungeon? Yeah. Because yeah, look the, the, they're going to torture us, Now we're going to see a Fishburger's reenactment. Fishburger's being our old public... Nurse uh, Jeremy. That's the old public access comedy show we did. And they tickle them! They're zapping the Look how old school the thing is. I know, they got to crank, ha- uh, crank the handle. Why don't they get one of the slaves to do it? To torture? It's gross. Because they get a kick uh, out no, of it. No, the manual labor of cranking. I'm not doing that. Okay, if it's for torture, I'll do it. Now she's crying. Oh, she saw the mark. I don't know how she knows it's the brother's etching, but she does. This is where they killed Killed who? My brother. How did she he know? wrote this in our language. Oh, because oh, it's in what their language. It was in his language, in their language. Did they? Because when we saw that in the beginning, I didn't really know what that was. I mean, I knew he had something, but I, I guess so. I don't think I even recognized he had it. But you mentioned. Oh it. well, I had told you. He yeah. Was, it looked like he was trying to get out of his handcuffs. Here's a, the like reading the second book. time I saw the film, I knew it and as he was doing it, so I thought it'd be best to tell you. So they read his thing. It's like a castle in a... He described, and they're just figuring out at the library. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so weird. They, they, took, they went to a library. <laughs> okay. And they're not or doing it in the library. Like yeah, against... and the librarian's like, Le shush. <laughs> right, it's a French library. You know, that library, and you make fun of her, but when she comes home at night and she removes the pencil from her bun and shakes off her hair and uh, unbuttons her tie, she's a real party girl. <laughs> right. When she goes to work, she puts on those glasses and it's spoke. Okay, so here's the leader, and he's yeah. in his own dungeon. And he's like, what's going on? Does he know where the shaft is? No. What, you know, the, the form of communication must have broke down when the CEO is in his own dungeon. This shouldn't be. Well, have to visit. Now he's yelling at them. But because of your troublemakers and that black bastard shaft, I had to leave this country. Soft. So, Soft. I'm going to bury you all along with the evidence. Oh, so shit. Here comes Shaft. Driving a shaft now, what car. Do? Yeah. I don't know why, but he's going to blow up his whole dungeon with them in it. Why? Is he, is he driving an automatic? With a name like Shaft, he's driving a stick. Yeah. He kills uh, three people with his car now. I know, it's great, like a video game. He weaponizes everything he touches and sexualizes every... He's Shaft. Yeah. Roll over. Yeah, he really got him. Again, now look, look at this stud. He just smashes right into the stone circuit. For no reason. He really didn't need to do that. 
this director is just good. And then the car blows up. Yeah, and way too much in a perfect movie style. Way too much explosion yeah. for what it should have been. And also very close to the stunt person running up the staircase. Like, do they have to redo these shots and get a new car and do a new smashy smashy, or is it just one take? And they like... spent two million dollars on this film. I mean, they in '63 money. They only made '73 a, money. Yeah. a million and a half, but. Well, the second one was Shaft's Big Score, which is a great title. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I didn't see it. I saw Shaft, of course, but... Yeah, I've seen Shaft, and I've seen the reboot, and... Now, look how Shaft has succeeded. Yeah. It's all the way to the, you know, first... The scene of the first... The first scene of the movie. Now we're going to have a moment in which... Oh, this is the, the talk you're talking the hero, about. Right, you see the guy rigging up the explosive charges? Yeah. Now we're going to have that strange moment in which this is a good movie because oh, the hero and the villain are. Right, because well, he's human, been. This is good. Like, it's funny. Related. I should mention it reminds me of that. Uh, Clint Eastwood directed a movie where uh, Kevin Costner's the villain and uh, Clint's trying to find him and yeah. it's this cat and mouse game and at the end they have like one scene together so this is a cat right. and mouse movie where he's been trying to, to find this guy and finally in the last scene they talk yeah Shaft bends the mouse and he becomes the cat right so here he they poses are this mouse. now like, maybe we should listen because it's the climax sort of it's, it's, it's a climax. It's a. It closes two hero circles. Yeah, so they're literally around yeah. the corner from each other. I played the tapes. Now they don't see I each other. Listen to you making love to her. But they're in the How shot together, for most of it. Why did you have to kill her? One of your men threw a knife. She's in the wrong place at the wrong time. Errant knife. And why was her body still on board ship? Promised her a boat ride. I promised her a boat ride. Well, she would have liked that. Well, I think it's the politics of it, right, too, so because it, it looks like she left with him, so they have to... Right. You know, they don't realize that she's dead. I've got... Now, look, that guy got speared, and they're free now. Yeah, right, they were able to break the lock. And they're sneaking up behind the bad guy. Look down at your feet. Oh, so while the hero and villain blah, blah, blah for the final time, these guys are sneaking up to take down the villain. Right. And Shaft doesn't know that, and he takes a risk, and he's saved by those guys, but he doesn't know they're there, so he really took a risk. This is the second time someone saved Shaft's ass. Well, I can see him. And they're saying, you know, he's saying, don't come around here because I'm going to blow this place up, and if you don't believe me, look at the charges under your feet, and... So Shaft's going to pretend to disarm, but he's really got his Luger. Yeah, he's got two guns on him. He's double-fisting guns. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he missed. Well, every time you shoot a Shaft, you miss. They got him. <laughs> every time you shoot a Shaft, you miss. Yeah. It's like Star Wars. They train those stormtroopers. And those are, those are laser beams. This is the speed of light. Right. They would take the stormtroopers to the target range, and they go, no, you hit it, you hit it. <laughs> no, not a headshot. Excellent score, you failed. Now look what they do with the bad guy. 
They throw him in the pool, so the stuntman hits a shallow pool. It's a fountain. So right. Shaft is now inspecting, and he sees that everyone's gone. Oh, so now he can set up the dynamite? Well, the dynamite's set up, so he's going to use it to destroy the... They're waterboarding the actor right now. They're giving him a well, forced baptism. Well, they're drowning him. It's a forced baptism, Carl. It's a forced baptism. TNT. I mean, they spent money on this. Yeah. They found a location to blow up their tunnel. What was that beforehand? So weird. It was the... That's the dungeon where the Vichy Gestapo... Okay, now we have our guy show up who's been wrong the whole film. Right. And he flips and lets Shaft off the hook even though he's murdered. Good, because we got to get going. Look at all this Stacey's oh, dead body. Oh, how are we going on time? Well, well, we'll make sure that the next show has five minutes. If you guys are listening live, keep listening. we got a great live show coming up. Live entertainment. There's the dead There he is, float the Deadpool. And he's like, this is terrible. He just raises his eyebrows like, yeah, I see a burning car and a dead body. Shaft gets ready to eat a lot of shit. Unless you hurry, you're going to miss your place. Surprise! The guy's letting him go. Why does a guy get a cab around here? You know where I can download the Uber app. <laughs> no need, monsieur. Takes a taxi. Take my voiture. I don't know if I want to go in there. It says ice. It's a police car, you idiot. Oh, he's got to roll his eyes. Right, he puts the black person in the back of the police car. How racist. Okay, here he is on his way home now. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Surprise. It's a love interest. Is this the same as that set from the beginning of the film? Yeah. Is that the same plane? Maybe. No, they they sat a little bit in the middle. That's at the end of it. There it is, Global Airlines. Courtesy, and we probably have some great music. And they they should fly right. They need... Well, how, did they, Ethiopian. how did they shoot? Oh, okay, we made it's the credits. over and the ending cuts off. So. Okay, well, that's great. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We're going to wrap out soon. Carl, you're picking the movie next week, and I'm researching it. What'd you pick? Oh, you're going to research yeah, it? Yeah, is that cool? Wow. Yeah, I was all ready to research it. We all half know it. All uh, right. But I want to talk to you about it. Okay. It says, after I inspected it, it says free, but because you have to watch commercials. That's all right. So will that wreck up yeah, that won't people be. at home? So they just mentioned Ethiopia. So what's the movie and we'll get out of here? The movie is 1981, the famous Terminator for no. free on YouTube. Nice, courtesy of YouTube movies. Right, and so we can say our podcast will be back. We'll be back. All right, so we're watching the original Terminator next week, courtesy of YouTube Movie Channel. And thank you, Carl, so much. And thank you, Mike. Seriously, you picked the movies. So when I saw this, I was like, this is a rare opportunity. A Hollywood Thank you for letting me watch Terminator before we do this. Not a problem. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, All right. Guys, thank you so much. Carl.sucks and carlsucks.com or Carl's website. And you can find me wherever. And thank you guys so much. We love that you subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike.
Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as movies over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Bamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby.
myshopify.com and experience Subliminal SF. p.m. here on Mutiny Radio. Hosts of Moonday Night School are Joanna Bateman, Meredith Slaughter, Andrea Costa, and Catherine Sandretto. To donate to continue the support of this radio station, go to mutinyradio.fm and find the donate button. We sure appreciate it. Thank you so much. Wow, I can't believe you gave that much. You are going to heaven for sure. show 33 Tahama hosted by Meredith Slaughter Chris Riggins and a bunch of other cool comedy cats in the city you haven't well you should check it out because it is the best stand-up this city has to offer 33 Tahama twice a month in the financial district of San Francisco you won't regret it Joanna Bateman's doing her one-woman show this month at Mutiny. Look up Joanna Bateman's one-woman show on Facebook for more information.
Today's musical selection is inspired by the pop divas of today. That's right, Katy Perry, Beyonce, Aurora, Lana Del Rey, Janelle Monet, Victoria Monet, Cher. We've got them all for you tonight. So enjoy, and we will be right with you. But first, the Moonday Night School SoundCloud playlist will carry you into the month of June, Pride Month, with a lot of diva attitude. We'll be right with you. Enjoy. I'm 
Cause they stick up to me If I were 